find a comfortable seat and begin to feel your hips on either the chair or the ground. Come to the edge of your chair so you can feel the soles of your feet on the ground. Close your eyes if you feel comfortable or gaze out softly with a soft gaze. Take a deep inhale into your low belly. Fill up, fill up the sides of your rib cage. And then let it go. Exhale. Take another deep inhale. Fill up. Notice if you have any tension anywhere in your body. And with your exhale, release. One more deep breath. And exhale, let it go. Open your eyes gently. And when you're ready, shake out your hands a little bit. Mm. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Hmm. I needed that. <laughs> it's amazing what three breaths can do. Yeah. And that we can do it as many times as we want throughout the day. Hmm. So today, we have Ermana in the flesh. <laughs> <laughs> We're finally together. Mm. Yay. We're at Charity's house in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Hi, Carl. Carl the Fog. Carl the Fog <laughs> is in full swing. Mm -hmm. Welcoming us into Monday morning. Mm. Today, <laughs> today we are talking about love, love. Love. So important. Um, and so present, I think, in both of our lives. Mm -hmm. Not just in the romantic sense, not in, in the intimate sense, but also in just every sense of that word. Mm -hmm. Love. And it really is this feeling that we can bring to anything yeah. in our lives. Yeah. We started with a grounding meditation um, to introduce some of the practices that you might incorporate into your life to bring not just love, but also this sense of coming home to yourself, which is our theme for today. So we're going to talk about what that means. think that so often we can confuse love for something that we only receive from other people mm -hmm. and I think maybe a lot of our listeners are very familiar with this idea of self-love and that self-love is not only a pampering of yourself or going and getting a massage or pedicure it really is how you speak to yourself and how you mm -hmm. are with yourself. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I've been incorporating these deep breaths a lot with even conversations that I'm mm. wanting to have with people in my life where we might need to have a difficult conversation or we know we don't agree on something mm-hmm. before even talking about it. Mm-hmm. We'll sit and and get grounded with mm-hmm. one another and that totally changes everything. Mm. Just like checking in. Mm-hmm. How often do we even check in with ourselves, right? And then to check in with the person that you love, the persons that you love. It's like, it's such a simple practice and yet super, super effective. Mm-hmm. Can be even more effective than talking <laughs> about something, right? Because you're kind of circling around mm-hmm. the thing of, wait, how are you doing? <laughs> how are you right now? You know? How am I right now? I am very energized. Mm. I just wrapped up a full week of badass women photo shoots yeah. here in the Bay Area. And I woke up today <laughs> feeling so giggly and just excited. Mm. I love the fog. And I feel so many things didn't go as planned this morning. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be here an hour ago. Mm-hmm. And I ended up driving down this really long, windy road in Mill Valley. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the road, there was a road closed sign. So mm-hmm. I turned around, went all the way back. And when I got to the bottom of the hill, my tire was low. So I had to fill it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted coffee. So I stood in line for coffee. Mm-hmm. And it was just this really um, present feeling of, easily letting things go Mm. just being like I'm fine it's okay we're okay yeah everything's flowing everything feels like it's flowing so Mm. I'm doing I'm doing really good I saw this I saw this online you just reminded me of I'm forgetting who posted this on Instagram I'm sorry (laughs) listening to this um but it was a Venn diagram of on one side, the circle said discipline. On the other side, it's surrender. And in the middle where they meet, it's flow. Mm. So sometimes you can plan all these things, right? And that's the discipline. That's the structure of it. And then you just have to surrender to what happens in the, to the spontaneity of the moment. Mm-hmm. And in that intersection is the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing yeah, that. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Yeah. I actually recently had this this feeling with a friend of like, I don't think they care about mm. me. Mm. And they're always talking about themselves. And then in this conversation, at one point after this person sharing their side, they asked, hey, how are you doing? And I felt like I hadn't gotten that question from them in a really long time. And it was mm. like, thank you. Mm. Like, that's just what I needed to hear. How are you doing? Mm. Right. So circling back to what we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. The check-in. The checking in. How are you doing, Charity? I'm doing well. I feel great. I just started Whole30 last week. Just like reset, just feeling like my body feels off balance. And so just checking in and just saying, hey, I think this is something that I need to do right now. Um, and I've been training for this half marathon. So on top of that, just feeling really strong, capable. Woke up this morning and just a lot of energy as well. 
Yeah. A lot of energy, a lot of passion for today. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, I can so, feel it. <laughs> I hope you can feel it through the microphone. Uh, I just want to get back. So we were talking about practical ways that people can come home to themselves and you shared something very profound about the heartbeat Mm, yes so this was last month Mm -hmm. I was definitely going through a lot of stuff and also my roommate slash best friend was out of town Mm. and I realized that that's such a big part of coming home for me coming home literally to my home and sharing Mm -hmm. all these highlights of my day with him so not having that was definitely making me not just that but like a lot of things going on in my life I was feeling like really needy and graspy and Mm. just like Mm -hmm. feeling this void and having a harder time coming home to myself Mm -hmm. and then a friend and I went to this meditation called heartbeat meditation at urban Mm -hmm. wellness in phoenix with water um, who leads this meditation and she said something during it it's just most of the time she's just playing this buffalo drum and it's Mm. the sound of a heartbeat and then she plays a rain drum and a few other things but at one point I heard her voice saying we're doing a body scan or something and she said focus on your heartbeat Mm -hmm. and I remember bringing my attention to the middle of my chest and being like where where is it (laughs) I couldn't feel it right off the bat without putting my hand there Mm. and Um, The more I focused on it, of course I found it. And water says, your heartbeat is always there. And it's Mm. the safest place to be. Mm. And that was like, oh, yeah. There's home. Mm -hmm. This is home right here. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. And it's not reaching out to my friends to making sure that I'm loved Mm. or anything like that. It's Mm. as simple as locating my heartbeat in my chest Mm -hmm. and remembering that it's a safe place i mean it happens Mm -hmm. all on its own with us even controlling it grasping (laughs) needing it yeah um you're reminding me so i'm reading this little book called how to love by teek not han oh he's so wise and this came up after we had decided to go talk on this theme of coming home to ourselves So in it, he writes, there's a section called Finding Home. (laughs) Every one of us is trying to find our true home. Some of us are still searching. Our true home is inside, but it's also in our loved ones around us. When you're in a loving relationship, you and the other person can be a true home for each other. In Vietnamese, the nickname for a person's life partner is my home. (laughs) I love that so much. (laughs) And I just feel like, as much as we're also coming home to ourselves and when we're involved in intimate or, um, you know, just deep relationships, friendships, um, familial connections, we can also find home in others, but also like knowing that that safe place, the heartbeat, you know, it's the easiest way to return back there to that safe place, Mm -hmm. to that circle of belonging. Um, and then there's this other part that Thich Nhat Hanh, um, he writes in Opening the Door. 
Once you know how to come home to yourself, then you can open your home to other people because you have something to offer. The other person has to do exactly the same thing if they are to have something to offer you. Otherwise, they will have nothing to share but their loneliness, sickness, and suffering. This can't help heal you at all. The other person has to heal themselves and get warm inside so they will feel better, at ease, and can share their home with you. That's also an important point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, one way that I feel like I come home to myself or that I've a practice that I've I've been doing recently is so instead of, you know, like people will often suggest, and this is also a great practice of like if you're looking for some kind of romantic partner or you know, any kind of um, relationship, you know, write down the things that you want in the other person. What does your ideal partner look like? And it's that's really powerful. I mean, it's definitely something that I've practiced and have actually seen, you know, materialize and, and manifest in in partners in the past. You know, just writing something down like, oh, you know, qualities or, um, you know, characteristics that you're desiring in the other. And I flipped that recently and was like well what if instead of writing this down or in addition to writing this down what if I started to write the ways in which I want to be romanced and as I'm writing these down like you're, it was things like taking myself or going to the movies um, buying flowers uh, having a spacious afternoon reading in the park mm-hmm. and I'm going through this list and I'm realizing I can do all this on my own and like, what would it look like to romance myself and to do these things? So there was a, a few weeks um, last month where, or a couple months ago, where I just did all these things. I started checking this off and like, oh, and it felt so nice to be able to give myself that, allow myself to have that. And some of it was like these, you know, very um, getting my nails done, <laughs> you know, these, yeah, of these things that are like you mentioned, self-care practices, but and some of them were just like having spaciousness, you know, like allowing spaciousness into my schedule. Um, and I, but I think that idea, once I switch it, like I, all these things that I want to feel and to also give to another, I can give to myself. Um, and that's just like a simple way, mm-hmm. a simple way to come home is to woo Woo yourself. <laughs> Woo yourself. Woo yourself. <laughs> Definitely. And mm-hmm. I think that romance is, it's more of a state of being mm-hmm. than anything else. Because, for example, you watch a movie and it's like, oh, it's romantic because they're dancing under the stars. Like, yeah, you can mm-hmm. do that at any point. And it's the way that you do it that makes it romantic or mm-hmm. not. Dancing with yourself. Great, oh my great, gosh. great way to stay connected yes. and to feel at home mm-hmm. in your body. Like, when's the last time you danced by yourself? <laughs> Fucking dance naked. At all times. I know. I mean, <laughs> oh. that's a rhetorical question. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> this morning. <laughs> yeah, just this morning. I did go to ecstatic dance in Fairfax on Friday with mm-hmm. my sister because mm-hmm. it was her birthday. And um, a couple of her her sisters. Nice. Oh my gosh, we had such a great time. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say though that as far as the romancing and all mm-hmm. of that, I think that so much of having that feeling in your life mm-hmm. is mindfulness. Mm. It's noticing. It's having 
the imagination of a four-year-old and walking outside and being like, wow, the fog, look at how it's rolling in. Mm. And I feel like I sometimes, when I'm not too much in my head, I'm very easily fascinated Mm. by these things around me. Or like, oh my gosh, look at the plants. Mm -hmm. Like, look at how they're growing, how they take a life of their own. Every single day they're Mm -hmm. facing a different direction. And I think that so much of just being in love with Mm. with a lot of things Mm. is noticing them taking time to notice how does the weather outside feel on my face mm. how do my feet feel on the ground mm. just you know right mindfulness yeah and i'm i'm reading so i sort of referenced this when i was talking at the circle of belonging um i didn't really expand too much on what that means but i'm reading the trance of scarcity which has been really great for me in terms of not just financial abundance but also abundance of of love and of mm. um of everything else that outpours, you know, um, as a result of switching from that feeling of scarcity to abundance. Um, and what you just mentioned about, you know, checking in mindfulness, um, reminds me of this idea that when you are curious and when you do give loving attention to the things around you, I mean, people do feed off of that. They can feel that joy it's a it's an infinite it's actually an infinite well and sometimes we feel like we have to restrict or constrain and trans scarcity talks a lot about how you know in your physical body your somatic you know um responses can be very you you know your um posture might change your breathing might change when you feel out of that circle of belonging when you feel like you don't belong and it's so key also when it comes to love and in recognizing when you're not feeling belonging you maybe are are talking to yourself in a very unloving way Mm -hmm. and like how do you so first uh, observing somatically what's going on in your body and then what's the story behind the somatic response Mm -hmm. what is the belief that you're i am unworthy or i am um i don't belong i'm not enough you know what are those feelings that are triggering these mm-hmm. somatic responses. Um, I love that. And um, speaking of posture, actually, mm. I've mentioned to you a few times, you asked me a while ago, like, oh my gosh, how are things so abundant and flowing so yeah, well? And yeah. I told you, I've been seeing this posture lady, this alignment trainer. Yes. And I truly believe that it's so much of what we experience is based on what we're doing with our bodies. So I've been working with Michelle Brown, who is a dynamic movement trainer in Phoenix, and she Mm -hmm. works online as well. So honestly, if you're wanting to get aligned in your body, Mm -hmm. reach out to her. Um, She's helping me. I had an injury in my foot a while ago, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to to start walking properly Mm -hmm. when I was healing. And I realized that my left hip was just not wanting to do any work Mm -hmm. and having a hard time engaging it just because it was used to not doing anything while I was on crutches. So working with Michelle has just been this reminder of, you know, planting your feet in the ground and making sure that your entire body is engaged and actually standing up straight is strength work. Yeah. A lot of strength work. So Mm -hmm. Now that I've been way more aware of my posture, I notice when like 
I get an email that's difficult to respond to or like something at work that's challenging. Mm-hmm. I'll curl down in my chair mm-hmm. or like lift one leg up on the chair and just sit mm-hmm. all crooked and and my entire body gets blocked. My communication gets blocked. Mm-hmm. But wow. instead when I'm standing up straight mm-hmm. and feet are on the ground and kind of swaying my hips side to side, dancing with it, that's when things are flowing. Yeah. So it makes sense that when we check in with our breaths, for example, you're not like standing over there and me sitting over here. We're sitting one in front of the other, Mm -hmm. looking each other in the eye or at least facing each other and sitting up really straight and taking our breaths. Mm -hmm. Because we we know intuitively that that's how we really Mm -hmm. get aligned. And we we tend to forget in our day. Mm -hmm. So I think that coming home to yourself can be as easily as Finding the soles of your feet on the ground, Mm. reaching the crown of your head real high, and Mm. finding a straight spine. Yeah. Whether you're standing or sitting or whatever it may be. Aligning. Aligning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go for it. So, the other day on the bus, um, I sat next to a houseless woman, and she was speaking with a child behind us. And originally I had my earphones in, I was listening to music, and I was like, this is a practice I'm also trying to get away from of like being disconnected on the bus. So I'm trying not to listen to anything going on the bus and feeling like that needs to be a time for me to do things and just being really present with what's around me. And this woman was just like speaking with this child and there's just so much joy in their interaction. I was just overhearing, so I took out my earbuds and listening. And she was just laughing. The child was laughing. The child had to be like under one years old or something. And they're just both like enjoying each other's like presence. And I was just struck by the way that like children are so informed, you know, like there's no judgments about how someone smells or how they look or like, you know, their economic circumstances or the color of their skin, nothing. Like, there's no predispositions. They're just, there's another human that I want to connect with and play with, you know, and sit next to. And I just was really struck by that. And and when this woman got off the bus, she's like, she told the child, like, you made my day. Thank you. And I just thought, like, how much more can we be like that with people that are, you know, like, have less or not even just have less but um are in different circumstances than us and maybe sometimes we are afraid of you know connecting with for whatever reason because of our fears about whatever they may be right um like how much more can we just open up and you know be present with the people around us Mm. It was just really like a small thing, but it just made me feel really warmed and inspired to be more like that child and more like that woman. Um, Mm. And just a lot of gratitude for having a home a metaphorical and physical home, you know, mm-hmm. um, just feeling that. <laughs> mm, thank you. Yeah. 
It's that kid's spirit. Remember that kid we met at Dolores Park yeah. Cafe? <laughs> yes. He didn't worry about the fact that we didn't know him or anything. He just yeah. showed us his silly putty and we started playing immediately. Yeah. There was sweetie. no conversation about what we looked like, what we were wearing, mm. who we were even. Yeah. It was just, hey, you're a human that's open to... Let's play. To playing? Let's <laughs> yeah. play. Hmm. And it doesn't always have to be deep, too. Like, love doesn't have to be this deep connection where we where we do have this, like, check-in. <laughs> like, I love you. Thank you. Please forgive mm-hmm. me. I'm sorry. And it can be. And, it, like, even these light touches of love and of connection can be very significant. You don't know where other people are coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know what they might need. And mm-hmm. approaching that from a feeling or a sense of, I guess, abundance. And like like I said, again, coming back to like, we have all this inside to give. We do. Mm-hmm. Our cup is not empty, you know. Um, we can share that with anyone mm-hmm. that we meet. I also think that one of the biggest forms of love mm-hmm. is listening, mm-hmm. as we've talked about before mm-hmm. very many times. And even in these examples of playing with these kids or giving them attention, mm-hmm. so often we feel like, no, I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what if you just open yourself up mm-hmm. to listening? And that's the best way to share love with someone Mm. Um, and I think it comes back to with the checking in with someone instead of I feel like even in our friendship we've been like hey like if we feel a little bit disconnected or something hey what's going on and we Mm. we can immediately think it's about the relationship that we have when really it's about hey, how are you doing? What's going on with you? And just opening that space for someone else to speak up or maybe not even speak. Maybe it's just take a few breaths and listen to themselves, give Mm. them the space to listen to themselves. Yeah, holding space is such an art to to not be present with anything else but that person in that moment. I mean, not on your phone or mind somewhere else or thinking Mm -hmm. or planning or judging or trying to even solve for this problem that they might be sharing with you. Just mm-hmm. like holding space. Like if I were thinking right now, or if you're sharing something with me and I was already thinking, oh, okay, well, I should tell her to do this or this thing. Even that, it's not true listening because mm-hmm. you're not really listening in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, you're already thinking about something else. Like deep listening is such an art. And I heard that recently. I think it it was on another podcast. Um, it's a quote of how the art of listening is the deepest form of love. Um, just repeating what you just said, but um, it's so true. I mean, even this, the fact that some people are listening to this. Is, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Love. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> it's such an honor to be mm-hmm. fully, truly listened to. Mm-hmm. Last Friday, Friday? The other day that we had the birthday celebration for my sister, mm-hmm. one of her friends, Jenny, mentioned something that I felt was really true and wise. 
that on our birthdays, not even on our birthdays, but just in life, we just want to be witnessed. Mm. Everyone just wants to be witnessed. Mm -hmm. So there was a circle of five of us and we allowed space for my sister on her birthday to, Mm -hmm. to share, you know, some highlights of her life or what her intention is for the next year or goals that she has. Mm -hmm. And we all just, we all just listen and how often, I mean, of course, other than with your therapist or with your really close friends, like how often does someone take time Mm. to listen to you? You know, Mm -hmm. there's also so much noise. So it is important to, to know where, Mm. where your listening (laughs) responsibilities lie. I Mm. think. Mm. I love that. Mm -hmm. So practical tips for coming home to yourself. Checking in. Mm-hmm. Taking breaths. Mm-hmm. Being more open to listening. Being more open to listening. Romancing yourself. Romancing yourself. Mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And remembering your heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And alignment. Oh, yes. Alignment. And movement. <laughs> Alignment, movement, staying open to connections, small mm-hmm. or large, in every capacity of intimacy, <laughs> you know, romantic or otherwise. When I first moved back to Phoenix, I was heading to, I love to take myself on these badass women solo dates where I either go to an art exhibit where a badass woman is exhibiting her art or a show or a concert or a speaking event, something. And I was headed to the Annie DeFranco concert. Mm. Such a badass. (laughs) And I get in my car and I'm all dressed up and got my lipstick and I get in the lift to, to take a ride there. And I'm talking to this young woman who's driving and she's like, Oh, you look great like where are you going and I was like oh I'm going to a concert down at the Van Buren she's like oh cool are you meeting your friends there I was like no I'm just I'm just going and she was like wow I wish I could do that and I was just like girl you can (laughs) yeah you can and I remember at one point being in this place where thinking that doing things by myself especially things Mm. that you're so used to doing with big groups of people when you're growing up and that sort of stuff. I remember thinking like, that's hard. It's like, I thought it was hard. I thought it was embarrassing. I thought Mm. it was awkward. Mm. And now it's one of my favorite ways to be, especially when I'm going to an event like this where, where I'm by myself, but Mm. I arrive and there's all these other people that are on the same sort Mm. of, you know, they're all dancing and grooving and they're to support this amazing musician. So I just, remember thinking like oh right like we forget that we have permission yeah to do this with ourselves yes yes so <laughs> concerts great way i just booked um two trips <laughs> solo trips to iceland in october and then to um barcelona and rome for what? my birthday girl <laughs> I know i didn't tell you this <laughs> you told me the barcelona but rome. not the rome <laughs> I'm gonna romance myself with pasta. I'm gonna roam and myself. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> um, and like this weekend, 
this coming weekend, I'm going to Santa Cruz. <laughs> wow. I'm renting a car and going to Santa Cruz. And I'm just like, yes, like, I want to go on a romantic getaway. Let's let's do this. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Let's re- read poetry aloud to me. <laughs> let's. <laughs> let's. Know, you I, and you. <laughs> oh, there's this poem uh, from Nayira Wahid in the book Salt. Mm. I don't have the book with me, but I know this poem by memory. Mm. Perfect way. Perfect way to end. Yes. Okay. Here we go. There is you and you. This is a relationship. This is the most important relationship. Mm. Cultivate that. Grow that. Nurture that. Come home to that again and again and again and as many times as you need to. Over and over and over and over. I love you. I love you. Thank we you. love you guys. We love you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> now tell me about last night. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs>